Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. The conduct of Allah's esteemed messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah mention him with commendation and grant him protection. The original Arabic was written by Abdul Muhsin ibn Hamad al-Abbad al-Badr, professor at Islamic University of Al-Medina al-Munawwara. In the name of Allah, the most merciful, the bestower of mercy. Prologue. All praise is due to Allah. He deserves praise that is abundant and filled with goodness. That is what our Lord loves and is pleased with. We praise Him as He is perfect in every way and we can never glorify Him sufficiently. He sent His Prophet Muhammad وسلم, with guidance and the religion of truth so as to make that prevail over all other religions. Allah was pleased with Islam as his prophet's religion and he made his prophet's conduct a personification of what the Quran teaches. Allah endowed him with various virtuous characteristics and then commended him by saying, وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ you most certainly have an admirable standard of conduct. Quran chapter 68 verse 4. This chapter is titled Surat Al-Qalam. I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah alone without any partner. All creation and command belong to Him. All goodness all goodness lies in his hand, and he is able to do all things. Out of his bounty, he grants to whom he wills, and out of his justice, he withholds from whom he wills. He allotted characteristics for every individual, just as he allotted provision for them. The provision allotted for Allah's chosen messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam was just enough to sustain him and the characteristics allotted for him were the most complete and virtuous of all. ذَلِكَ فَضْلُ اللَّهِ يُؤْتِيهِ مَنْ يَشَاءُ وَاللَّهُ ذُو الْفَضْلِ الْعَظِيمِ That is the bounty of Allah which he grants to whomever he wills and Allah is the owner of infinite bounty. Chapter uh, 57 verse 21. The chapter is titled Surat Al-Hadid. I further bear witness that Muhammad is Allah's worshipping servant, most beloved messenger and chosen one among all of his creatures. Allah sent him as a messenger to all people in order to renew the connection between the heavens and the earth. Thus Allah sent the Quran down to him and it confirmed the truth contained in previous scriptures, clarified what had been distorted in them, and also abrogated 
and also abrogated some of their laws and directives. Allah made that messenger the last of all messengers who would be sent and made the scripture brought by that messenger the last of all scriptures which would be revealed. Furthermore, Allah made the Quran that messenger's everlasting miracle. By him, Allah directed people to the straight path and warned them against following the paths which lead to the hellfire. By him, Allah rescued people from the depths of darkness and brought them to the light. By him, Allah removed people from the desolation and instability which come from worshipping various false deities and led them to the comfort and stability which are produced by devoting all worship to the originator of the heavens and the earth. Allah bestowed immense blessings upon his esteemed messenger and completed his favor on him and also by him since he sent that messenger in order to perfect sound conduct and morals. O Allah, we implore you to mention your worshipping servant and messenger. O Allah, we implore you to mention your worshipping servant and messenger, our Prophet Muhammad, with commendation, grant him protection, and bestow your blessings upon him. We further ask that for his family and companions, all of whom you favored to accompany your messenger, spread his sunnah, and be the foremost of the righteous. We also ask the same for all who tread their path, follow in their steps, have hearts filled with love for them, continue to mention them favorably, commend them as they rightfully deserve, and pray for them as you instructed them to as you instructed them to ربنا اغفر لنا ولاخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف الرحيم Our Lord forgive us and forgive our brothers who preceded us in accepting Iman and do not place in our hearts any rancor towards people who have Iman Our Lord you are surely the most kind the bestower of mercy this is chapter Al-Hashr, chapter 59, verse 10. The topic of this lecture is one which is beloved to the soul of every person who has Iman, faith. That topic is the conduct of Allah's esteemed messenger, wasallam. There is no doubt that our souls eagerly desire to hear about the conduct of the Prophet whom Allah sent as a mercy to all of creation. He is a prophet whom we must love more than our own selves, our parents, and all other people. And we cannot have complete iman faith without that love. He is a prophet to whose he is a prophet to whose message our own inclination, inclinations must submit. He is a prophet to whose message our own inclinations must submit. And we cannot have complete faith or iman without that submission. He is a prophet whom we must invoke salah upon whenever he is mentioned to us and a person who does not do that will eventually be disgraced. In other words, we are to implore Allah to mention him with commendation to the inhabitants of the heavens.
O Allah, mention him with commendation, grant him protection and bestow your blessings upon him. We also ask you to do the same for his family, companions and all who follow their path until the day of recompense. Regarding this crucial topic which I have chosen to speak about, I must begin by admitting that I will not be able to give the topic its due, uh, its due in this, its due right in this lecture. In fact, I firmly believe that it is rare or perhaps even impossible to find a discourse which does justice to the topic. Nonetheless, as people say, if something cannot be done completely, that does not mean doing some of it should still be neglected. I beseech Allah the most significant, I beseech Allah the most magnificent, the Lord and honor of everything to guide us all so that we adopt the conduct of his esteemed messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. I further beseech Allah to enable us to continue living in compliance with the religion of Islam, the religion which he is uh, pleased with for us to follow and keep us steadfast in doing so until we pass away. Indeed, he is the one in control of that and the one able to make it happen. There is neither might nor uh, power uh, except by him. Before embarking upon the topic at hand, I would like to first speak briefly about the dire necessity which led us or which led up to the messenger being sent. The fact that Allah specifically chose and favored him, how the mushrikun, uh, those who worshipped others besides Allah, how the mushrikun objected to Allah choosing him the favor which Allah granted humanity by sending him, how the mushrikun objected to Allah choosing him, the favor which Allah granted humanity by sending him and the various factors Allah put in a place as precursors and preparation for his messenger's advent. The dire necessity that led up to the messenger وسلم, being sent. The blessings which Allah grants his servants are innumerable and it is always necessary for them to express their gratitude to him for those blessings which he reminded them of in his statement if you attempted to enumerate uh, all of Allah's blessings you would never be able to do so or if you attempt to enumerate all of Allah's blessings you would never be able to do so as well as his statement every blessing you have is from Allah Moreover, the greatest blessing which Allah bestowed upon all people is that he sent among them his esteemed messenger Muhammad وسلم, He was sent in order to direct people to everything advantageous for them in uh, the present and future and also to warn them against all that would harm them in this world and the hereafter. Allah sent him at uh, a juncture when no messengers uh, had come for quite some time and the teachings of prior scriptures had faded away. It was a time during which misguidance had spread, ignorance prevailed, and humanity had fallen to the lowest of depths in their beliefs, acts of worship, 
and moral conduct. Thus, by sending the Messenger, Allah rescued humanity from the misguidance in which they were entrenched and elevated them to the heights of knowledge and guidance. By that Messenger, Allah rescued people's souls from being attached to other than their Creator and Originator, the Most Exalted, who is perfect in every way. The Messenger the messenger directed humanity both inwardly and outwardly towards Allah so so that their hearts would not have a place for others besides him. Rather, their hearts would be filled with love for Allah, a reverential fear of him, hope in him, trust in him, pen, uh, penitence towards him, and the willingness to fulfill his commands and avoid his prohibitions. Ailments in people's hearts which prevailed just prior to the messenger's advent as well as how he uh, treated them. Allah created humans as a combination of two things, body and soul. He decreed that each one has certain things which nourish and develop it. He also directed us to treatments which cure both the body and, and soul from whatever ailments may affect them. Allah bestowed an abundance of blessings upon his servants and he emphasized that by saying, He is the one who created for you all that the earth uh, contains. There were numerous elements of the soul that uh, were prevalent and had taken firm root prior to the sending of the messenger, so much so that souls became as though they were lifeless. Thus Allah restored life to them by the guidance and light with which he sent his prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah said, أَوَمَنْ كَانَ مَيْتًا فَأَحْيَيْنَاهُ وَجَعَلْنَا لَهُ نُورًا يَمْشِي بِهِ فِي النَّاسِ كَمَنْ مَثَلَهُ فِي الظُّلُمَاتِ لَيْسَ بِخَارْجٍ مِنْهَا If someone was deceased and we then restored him to life and granted him the light of guidance by which he walks forth among people, is he like someone else who is engulfed by misguidance in the depths of its darkness and cannot find his way out? Uh, Surah Al-An'am, chapter 6, verse 122. Uh, additionally, Allah drew attention uh, to the fact that curing the soul's ailments and removing its diseases can only come about by way of what Allah himself sent down to his messenger Muhammad sallallahu Allah who is perfect in every way said وَنُنَزِّلُوا مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ In this Qur'an we reveal what provides healing and mercy for the people of Iman faith. Allah also said قُلْ هُوَ لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا هُدًا وَشِفَاءٌ Say for the people of Iman or faith the Qur'an provides guidance and cure. Allah sent his prophet to a society in which various diseases of the heart were rampant. The absolute worst of those ailments were the attachment of people's hearts to others besides Allah and giving a created beings rights which none deserves except Allah alone. Thus the Prophet ﷺ treated these dangerous ailments and chronic illnesses by first rooting them out and cleansing people's hearts from their ill effects. Then he filled their hearts with love for Allah, fear of him, 
hope in him and devotion of all worship to him alone without any partner. That is because Allah is perfect in every way and he is the only way or and he is the only one who creates things and brings them into existence. Thus, only he deserves to be worshipped and there is none besides him who deserves any form of worship, no matter who they may be. In the course of doing the preceding, the Messenger of Allah, uh, of Allah, uh, encountered various forms of harm. However, he persevered until Allah granted him support and victory. The final outcome ended up being in favor of the Messenger and his followers. Allah said, "Wallahi al-'izzatu wal-rasulhi wal-mu'min." Allah. Uh, all honor belongs to Allah. All honor belongs to Allah, His Messenger and the people of Iman, faith. Allah also said, taqwa The best final outcome is for those who fulfill Allah's commands and avoid His prohibitions. The Messenger وسلم, encountered various forms of opposition and obstinance from the people to whom He was sent. Allah described some of that in portions of Surah Al-Hijr, Surah Al-Isra, as well as other parts of the Qur'an. One instance of that comes in Surah Sa'd, where Allah, the most mighty and majestic, mentioned what was said by those who worshipped others besides Him. They said about Allah's Messenger, the translation of the meaning has he made all the gods into just one god that is truly astonishing the prominent individuals among them set out and told the people continue on your continue on your way and remain devoted to your gods. This is surely a scheme which he has contrived against you. We have never heard of this among our forefathers or the teachings of the prophet Isa who came prior to him. This is certainly nothing more than a fabrication. Out of everyone among us is he, the one to whom revelation has been sent down. This is Surah Sa'd, Surah uh, number 38 verses 5 to 8 it was arrogance and spite that prompted such remarks from those among the tribe of Quraysh who refused to accept the truth which Allah had revealed Allah mentioned in Surah Al-Qamar that the people to whom the Prophet Salih was sent made remarks that were similar to those of Quraysh Allah said Thamudu bin Nadir sorry كَذَّبَتْ ثَمُودُ بِالنُّذُرُ كَذَّبَتْ ثَمُودُ بِالنُّذُرُ فَقَالُوا أَبَشَرًا مِنَّا وَاحِدًا نَتَّبِعُهُ إِنَّا إِذَا لَفِي ضَلَالٍ وَسُعُرٍ أُلْقِيَ الذِّكْرُ عَلَيْهِ مِنْ بَيْنِنَا بَلْ هُوَ كَذَّابٌ أَشِرٌ The translation of the meaning, the people known as Thamud rejected the warnings of the messengers. They said, are we all supposed to follow a single individual who is a man just like us? We would certainly go astray and end up suffering if we did that. Out of everyone among us, is he the one who received revelation? On the contrary, he is a conceited liar.
the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, effectively uh, treated the ailment of worshipping others besides Allah, which is the most dangerous of all ailments. The main technique he employed was using people's uh, acknowledgement of Allah's uniqueness and his lordship to prove to them that they were further obligated to submit to Allah's uniqueness in being entitled to all worship. I will suffice uh, with citing two examples. Uh, the first is a passage from the Quran which very clearly explains the method. Allah said, أَمَّنْ خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ وَأَنزَلَ لَكُمْ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءً فَأَنْبَتْنَا بِهِ حَدَائِقَ ذَاتَ بَهْجَةٍ مَا كَانَ لَكُمْ أَنْ تُنْبِتُوا شَجَرَهَا أَإِلَاهُمْ مَعَ اللَّهِ بَلْ هُمْ قَوْمٌ يَعْدِلُونَ أَمَّنْ جَعَلَ الْأَرْضَ قَرَارًا وَجَعَلَ خِلَالَهَا أَنْهَارًا وَجَعَلَ لَهَا رَوَاسِيَ وَجَعَلَ بَيْنَ الْبَحْرَيْنِ حَاجِزًا أَإِلَاهُمْ مَعَ اللَّهِ بَلْ أَكْثَرُهُمْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ أَمَّنْ يُجِيبُ الْمُضْطَرَّ إِذَا دَعَاهُ وَيَكْشِفُ السُّوءَ وَيَجْعَلُكُمْ خُلَفَاءَ الْأَرْضِ أَإِلَاهُمْ مَعَ اللَّهِ قَلِيلًا مَا تَذَكَّرُونَ أَمَّنْ يَهْدِيكُمْ فِي ظُلُمَاتِ الْبَرِّ وَالْبَحْرِ وَمَنْ يُرْسِلُ الرِّيَاحَ بُشْرًا بَيْنَ يَدِي رَحْمَتِهِ أَإِلَاهُمْ مَعَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى اللَّهُ عَمَّا يُشْرِكُونَ أَمَّنْ يَبْدَأُ الْخَلْقَ ثُمَّ يُعِيدُهُ وَمَنْ يَرْزُقُكُمْ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ أَإِلَاهُمْ مَعَ اللَّهِ قُلْ هَاتُوا بُرْهَانَكُمْ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ صَادِقِينَ is Allah better? The translation of the meaning of the previous verses. Is Allah better or those whom they worship besides him? Is it better to worship others or to worship the one who created the heavens and the earth and sent down for you train from the sky by which we cause beautiful lush gardens to bloom? You could not make their trees grow if he had not sent you rain. Is there anyone besides Allah who does those things and thus deserves to be worshipped along with him. Rather, those who worship deities besides Allah are a people who have strayed from the truth by unjustly equating others with him. Is it better to worship others or to worship the one who made the earth a place of settlement, made rivers run through it, placed firm mountains to anchor it, and placed a barrier between fresh and salt water? Is there anyone besides Allah who does those things and thus deserves to be worshipped along with him? Rather, most of those who worship others besides Allah do not have correct knowledge about him. Is it better to worship others or to worship the one who answers those in distress when they call out to him, relieves hardship and makes you successors upon the earth generation after generation? Is there anyone besides Allah who does those things and thus deserve to be worshipped along with him, little do you take heed. Is it better to worship others or to worship the one who guides you through the darkness on land and sea and sends the winds as heralds of his mercy? Is there anyone besides Allah who does those things and thus deserves to be worshipped along with him? Allah is exalted far above any partner they ascribe to him. Is it better to worship others or to worship the one who originates the creation, revives it after it uh, perishes and provides for you from the heavens and the earth? Is there anyone besides Allah 
who does those things and thus deserve to be worshipped along with him. Tell them, produce your proof if you are truthful in your claim that others besides him deserve to be worshipped. Quran chapter Al-Naml, Quran chapter Al-Naml, chapter 27 verses 59 to 64. <coughs> the second example is the vivid and remarkable similitude which Allah mentioned in Surah Al-Hajj to establish that the deities which they worshipped besides Allah were completely powerless. He said, Ya ayyuhan nasu, ضُرِبَ مَثَلٌ فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ تَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ لَنْ يَخْلُقُوا أَذُبَابًا وَلَوْ اجْتَمَعُوا لَهُ وَإِنْ يَسْلُبْهُمُ الذُّبَابُ شَيْئًا لَا يَسْتَنْقِذُوهُ مِنْهُ ضَعُفَ الطَّالِبُ وَالْمَطْلُوبُ مَا قَدَرُوا اللَّهَ حَقَّ قَدْرِهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَقَوِيٌّ عَزِيزٌ <coughs> The translation of the meaning Mankind, a similitude has been given So listen to it carefully Indeed those whom you call upon Besides, Allah will never be able to create a, mo- a mere fly, uh, even if they combined all their efforts to do so. Indeed, those whom you call upon besides Allah will never be able to create a mere fly, even if they combined all their efforts to do so. Furthermore, if a fly takes something away from them, they would be incapable of retrieving it from the fly. Those false deities who would seek what was taken from them, as well as the fly that took it, are both weak. People who worship others besides Allah have not given him his due right. Indeed, <coughs> Allah is undoubtedly most powerful and almighty. Chapter Al-Hajj, uh, chapter 22, verses 73 and 74. Other ailments which the messenger treated using his deep wisdom in included injustice, oppression, uh, scoring, uh, sorry, scorning the needy, scorning the needy and arrogantly boasting about prestige and lineage. The messenger of Allah وسلم, spread, the messenger, uh, spread justice among people and they began to live in calm and stability. The standard for virtue among them became taqwa, piety or righteousness in a state of status and lineage. During the farewell Hajj, the greatest uh, gathering which the Messenger witnessed, he very clearly announced that standard by saying, Indeed, no Arab has any virtue over a non-Arab, nor any dark-skinned person over a fair-skinned person, except by way of uh, taqwa, piety or righteousness. The most honorable of you to Allah are those among you who observe taqwa piety most. When the Messenger وسلم, was apprised about a woman from the tribe of Makhzum who was found guilty of robbery, he gave instructions to apply the prescribed criminal punishment by amputating her hand. Usama bin Zaid tried to make him reconsider his decision, but he reprimanded Usama, may Allah be pleased with him, and made a remark which undoubtedly proved his impartiality. He said, the messenger وسلم, he said, I swear by Allah that even if Fatima, the daughter of Muhammad, was found guilty of robbery, I would have amputated her hand. In his response to Usama bin Zaid, the messenger also mentioned that injustice was the cause behind the destruction of previous peoples. He said, destruction of those prior to you was indeed caused by the fact that when an important person among them stole, they would spare him. 
but when a weak or insignificant person among them stole, they would apply the criminal punishment to him. When the messenger was dividing the spoils from the battle of Hunayn, he gave a considerable amount to those whose hearts he hoped would become more inclined and firmly attached to Islam. As a result, some of the Ansar, uh, the companions from the tribe of Al-Aws and Al-Khazraj, who resided in Al-Madinah when the Prophet migrated there. Uh, uh, as a result, some of the Ansar felt discontented since they had not received the same amount as others. Thus, the messenger went to them and said, while addressing them, did I not come to you while you were astray? And Allah then guided you through me. Were you not divided? And Allah then united you through me. Were you not poor? And Allah then enriched you through me. Furthermore, Allah himself reminded them in his glorious book that those were so of the greatest blessing. Uh, book. Uh, furthermore, Allah himself reminded them in his glorious book that those were some of the greatest blessings which he granted them. He said, وَاَتَصِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَلَا تَفَرَّقُوا وَاذْكُرُوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ إِذْ كُنْتُمْ أَعْدَاءً فَأَلَّفَ بَيْنَ قُلُوبِكُمْ فَأَصْبَحْتُمْ بِنِعْمَةِ إِخْوَانًا وَكُنْتُمْ عَلَى شَفَا حُفْرَةٍ مِّنَ النَّارِ فَأَنْقَذَكُمْ مِّنْهَا You must all adhere to the robe of Allah and you must not be divided among yourselves. Remember the blessings Allah granted you since you were once enemies but Allah united your hearts and you became brothers by his favor. Prior to that, you were at the brink of a pit of the hellfire. However, Allah saved you from it. In addition, Allah, who is perfect in every way, told his messenger, the translation of the meaning, if they wish to deceive you, be fully certain that Allah will protect you from their plots. He is the one who granted you victory and supported you with the people of Iman faith. He united their hearts. If you spent everything the earth contains, you would not have been able to bring their hearts together. However, Allah is the one who united them. Indeed, he is uh, almighty, most wise. The preceding uh, were some of the ills which prevailed prior to the messenger وسلم, being sent. Allah, the most exalted, blessed all of, uh, all of humanity. Allah, the most exalted, blessed all of humanity by sending his esteemed messenger Muhammad in order to rescue them from the humiliation of worshipping created beings and uh, lead them to the honor of worshipping the creator who is most uh, majestic and exalted. Allah sent that messenger to rescue them from oppression, injustice and bloodshed and lead them to justice, safety and tranquility from division and differing to unity and harmony from assisting each other in sin and transgression to cooperating with each other in obeying Allah and obeying uh, Allah and avoiding disobeying him from promoting wrong and preventing uh, right to promoting right and preventing wrong 
from cheating and betrayal to sincerity and loyalty, from impatience, uh, panic and dissatisfaction with Allah's decrees to uh, perseverance, steadfastness and being pleased with Allah's decrees. In short, that messenger was sent to rescue humanity from everything harmful, both short term and long term, and lead them to everything advantageous, both in this world and the hereafter. Allah, who is perfect in every way, directed people to express their gratitude for those blessings by sincerely devoting all their worship to him alone without any partner. He said, لِإِلَافِ قُرَيْشٍ إِلَى فِيهِمْ رَحْلَةَ الشِّتَاءِ وَالصَّيْفِ فَلِيَعْبُدُوا رَبَّ هَذَا الْبَيْتِ الَّذِي أَطْعَمَهُمْ مِنْ جُوعٍ وَآمَنَهُمْ مِنْ خَوْفٍ You should be filled with amazement due to the good life and safety Quraysh became accustomed to as they undertook their winter and summer journeys. Therefore, they must worship the Lord of this house. He is the one who fed them so that they did not have to remain hungry. And he is the one who protected them so that they did not have to remain in fear. Allah specifically choosing his messenger. Allah who is perfect in every way said Your Lord creates whatever He wills and He chooses to grant favor as He wills. This ayah establishes that Allah the most exalted is the only one who creates. He says be and what He wants then comes into existence. The ayah or verse also establishes that Allah establishes that Allah did not make all of the things he created equal in every way. Rather, he chose to favor some over others according to his will and infinite wisdom. Out of all parts of the earth, he chose Mecca and made it more virtuous than any other location. He protected it and made it the site of his sanctified house. If someone enters it, that person is not to be harmed. Allah drew people's hearts to it and he made it obligatory for every capable Muslim to perform Hajj there. He prohibited hunting its game animals and cutting its vegetation. He multiplied the reward for prayers performed within its precincts. He also warned people against disobeying him while there, and he alluded to the punishment for even intending to do wrong while within its precincts. He said, وَمَنْ يُرِدْ فِيهِ بِإِلْحَادٍ بِظُلْمٍ نُذِقْهُ مِنْ عَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ And if someone intends to dis- disobey Allah within it, he shall make him taste an uh, excruciating torment. Following Mecca in virtue comes Al-Medina, the blessed city to which Allah's messenger migrated. The messenger of Allah prohibited cutting its vegetation and hunting uh, its game animals. He also apprised people of the multiplied reward for prayers performed in his uh, masjid. When he said, one prayer in this masjid of mine is better than 1,000 prayers anywhere else except Al-Masjid Al-Haram. In addition, out of all months, Allah specifically chose Ramadan and made it more virtuous than the rest. Allah further chose one particular night of it, that being the one known as Laylatul Qadr, and he gave it more virtue than all other nights. Allah also chose the day of Arafah and made it more virtuous than all other days. Out of the days in each week, Allah chose Friday and made it the most virtuous of them. Out of the angels, Allah chose Jibril, Israfil, 
Jibril, Israfil, and Mikael, and he favored them by making them responsible for the means of giving people life. Out of all humans, Allah chose his prophets and messengers. Uh, may he uh, mention all of them with condemnation and grant them protection. Allah favored them with more virtues than others. Out of all his messengers, he favored the ones who had strongest resolve. Uh, the messengers of strongest resolve, as in Surah Al-Ahqaf, Surah uh, chapter, uh, chapter 46, verse 35, refers to the prophets Nuh, or Noah, Ibrahim, Musa, Isa, and Muhammad, according to the most prevalent explanation mentioned by the scholars C. Jami' al-Bayan, volume 22, uh, page 145, Tafsir al-Quran al-Azim, uh, volume 7, page 305. Uh, no one will enter Jannah before him. Uh, again, let me go back here. Uh, thus, Muhammad... Okay. Moreover, Allah made Muhammad the more virtuous of the two Khalils and made his followers the best community of people overall. Thus, Muhammad is the leader of all people of taqwa, piety, the most outstanding of the messengers, the Khalil of the Lord of all creation, and the seal of the prophets. Through him, Allah conveyed his proofs to all humans and jinns, such that they are left with no further excuse for rejecting the truth. The grave of this uh, messenger, uh, the grave of this messenger is the first which will open when the a horn is blown at the time of resurrection. No one will enter Jannah before him. Allah will also favor him by granting him Al-Maqam Al-Mahmud, a rank for which all former and latter people will commend him. This rank refers to the intercession he will make for judgment to begin on the day of resurrection, and that is the greatest intercession which will take place. It is, inter it is intercession which even Adam and the messengers of strongest resolve will decline from, uh, each of them saying, I can only fend for myself. I can only fend for myself. Go to someone else besides me. The people will go to various prophets until they reach Muhammad Sallallahu and he will say, I'm the one for that task. <clears throat> I'm the one for that task. He will then intercede and Allah will accept his intercession. Allah the most great certainly spoke the truth when he said that is the bounty of Allah which he grants to whomever he wills and Allah is the owner of infinite bounty. Surah Al-Hadid chapter 57 verse 21 that is the bounty of Allah. Okay. We have finished this. Allah who is perfect in every way further mentioned that he chooses and favors whatever he wants uh, in his uh, statement. Allah yastafi, Allah yastafi min al-malaikati rusulam wa min al-nas inna Allah sami'un basir. Allah chooses messengers among the angels and messengers among mankind. Indeed Allah hears all and sees all. In addition, there is a hadith in Sahih Muslim and other collections of hadith which mentions that Allah's messenger said indeed Allah chose Quraysh from Kinana, chose uh, Bani Hashim from Quraysh 
and chose me from Bani Hashim. This hadith makes it completely clear that Allah's messenger Muhammad was chosen from among a select group of people in terms of his lineage, just as he was chosen from a select group in terms of his virtue and rank with Allah. The objection of the mushrikun, the polytheist to Allah choosing Muhammad as his messenger. When Allah sent his messenger to all people in order to guide them to the straight path, the mushrikun, the polytheist, those who worship others besides Allah, countered the messenger. However, they could be, uh, however, uh, those who worship others besides Allah countered the messenger. However, they could, by way of harm, antagonism, inciting people to oppose him and warning them against him. They described him in the most awful of ways by saying he was a sorcerer uh, and even saying he was insane. They did that although they knew about his illustrious past better than any other people. However, their arrogance and spite led them to do what they did. Allah told us about them in his majestic book. He said, وَأَقْسَمُوا بِاللَّهِ جَهْدَ إِيمَانِهِمْ لَإِنْ جَاءَهُمْ نَذِيرٍ لَيَكُونَنَّ أَهْدَى مِنْ إِحْدَى الْأُمَمْ فَلَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ نَذِيرٌ مَا زَادَهُمْ إِلَّا نُفُورًا إِسْتِكْبَارًا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَمَكْرَ السَّيِّئِ وَلَا يَحِيقُ الْمَكْرُ السَّيِّئُ إِلَّا بِأَهْلِهِ They swore the most solemn oaths by Allah that if a messenger came to them warning them of Allah's punishment, they would be more observant in following Allah's guidance than any other people. However, when Muhammad came to them as a warner sent by Allah, that did not increase them in anything besides forsaking the truth. That was because they considered themselves better than others upon the earth. They were too arrogant to accept the truth and they plotted to deceive people. However, evil plots will not seize anyone except those who contrive them. Allah the most exalted also said about them وَعَجِبُوا أَنْ جَاءَهُمْ مُنْذِرٌ مِّنْهُمْ وَقَالَ الْكَافِرُونَ هَذَا سَاحِرٌ كَذَّابٌ They were astounded that a warner came they were astounded that a warner came to them from among themselves and those who rejected the truth said he is a sorcerer and a liar Allah later pointed out their spite by recounting their statement out of everyone among us, is he the one to whom revelation has been sent down? Allah the Most Exalted also said, When the truth came to them, they said, This is witchcraft, and we most certainly refuse to accept it. Allah later recounted their objection to his choice of the noble prophet. Allah told us, وَقَالُوا لَوْ لَا نُزِّلَ هَذَا الْقُرْآنُ عَلَىٰ رَجُلٍ مِّنَ الْقَرْيَتَيْنِ عَظِيمٍ They said, if only this Qur'an had been sent, uh, to, sent down to a prestigious man from either of the two towns, uh, Mecca and Al-Taif are the two towns being referred to here. Allah reprimanded them for saying that and he unequivocally affirmed that all command and creation belong exclusively to him, to Allah. Allah also affirmed that all favor belongs to him. He grants it to whom he wills, and he has best knowledge about who to entrust uh, with his message. Allah, who is perfect in every way, said, 
أهم يقسمون رحمة ربك نحن قسمنا بينهم معيشتهم في الحياة الدنيا ورفعنا بعضهم فوق بعض درجات ليتخذ بعضهم بعضا سخرية Are they the ones who apportion your Lord's mercy and give it to whomever they want Rather it is we Allah who apportion provision for each of them in this world and we raise some in rank over others so that some would employ others for work Similar to this is Allah's statement وكذلك فتنا بعضهم ببعض ليقولوا أهؤلاء من الله عليه أهؤلاء من الله عليهم من بيننا أليس الله بأعلم بالشاكرين Thus we tested some of them by way of others which caused the affluent among them who rejected the truth to say are these poor people the ones whom Allah favored out of everyone among us by blessing them with guidance is Allah not the one who knows best which of his servants are truly grateful for his blessings. Allah also said, وَإِذَا تُتْلَى عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُنَا بَيِّنَاتٍ قَالَ الَّذِينَ كَافَرُوا لِلْحَقِّ لَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ هَذَا سِحْرٌ مُبِينٌ أَمْ يَقُولُونَ افْتَرَاهُ And when our clear proofs are recited to them, uh, those who reject the truth say about the Quran when it reaches them, this is obvious witchcraft. Or do they claim that the messenger has fabricated it? Afterwards, Allah instructed his messenger by saying, قُلْ مَا كُنْتُ بِدْعًا مِّنَ الرُّسُلِ وَمَا أَدْرِي مَا يُفْعَلُ بِي وَلَا بِكُمْ Tell them, I'm not the first ever messenger whom Allah sent, and I have no knowledge about what will be done with either me or you. Allah further said, أَكَانَ لِلنَّاسِ عَجَبًا أَنْ أَوْحَيْنَا إِلَىٰ رَجُلٍ مِّنْهُمْ أَنْ أَنْذِرَ النَّاسِ أَنْ أَنْذِرِ النَّاسَ وَبَشِّرِ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أن لهم قدم صدق عند ربهم قال الكافرون إن هذا إن هذا لساحر مبين Is it inconceivable to people that we sent our revelation to a man from among themselves and instructed him to warn all people at, and to convey glad tidings to those who have iman faith that their Lord will reward them immensely for the righteous deeds they perform However, those who reject the truth from Allah say about his messenger, he is obviously a sorcerer without any doubt. Al-Hakam uh, <coughs> collected hadith with a chain of narration which he graded as satisfying the criteria of Al-Bukhari and Muslim. It mentions that Abu Jahl told the Prophet وسلم, it is not you yourself we deny, rather we deny the message you have brought as a result allah revealed qad na'lamu innahu la yahzunka alladhi yaqulun fa innahum la yukadhibunak walakinna adh-dhalimina bi-ayatillahi yajhadun we certainly know that you are grieved by the words of your people and their apparent denial of you however it is not you yourself they deny within themselves they believe that you are honest and trustworthy the reality is that they oppose the truth due to their injustice and it is the ayat, the verses of Allah that they deny. Additionally, it was narrated that Al-Akhnas ibn Shuraiq went to Abu Jahl and said, Abu al-Hakam inform me about Muhammad. Is he telling the truth or lying? There is no one here from Quraysh besides me and you to hear what we are saying. 
Abu Jahl replied, what is the matter with you? I swear by Allah that Muhammad is telling the truth. Muhammad has never, ever lied. However, if the, dis- if the descendants of Quraysh are honored with the privileges of providing water for worshippers, caring for the Kaaba and bearing uh, prophethood, what will be left for the rest of Quraysh? Abu Jahl also said there was competition and nobility between us and the descendants of, 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 of Abd Manaf. They fit people and so did we. They courageously fought off opponents and so did we. They gave to others and so did we. That continued until we were neck and neck like two horses in a race. Then they said among us is a prophet to whom revelation descends from the heavens. How can we ever catch up to them after that? I swear by Allah that we will not believe in him or accept his message. Such was the extent of the arrogance and spite which they harbored despite the fact that Allah's messenger was calling them to what would bring them happiness in this world and the hereafter. Those feelings led them to completely ignore the truth and to outwardly display the opposite of what they themselves knew deep down in their hearts. They said things with their mouths that were not actually in their hearts. They did so following the lead of their chief in misguidance and spite, Iblis. He was expelled from all goodness due to him rebelling against the directive his Lord gave him to bow in prostration before Adam. Iblis refused out of arrogance and spite, and he defended himself by claiming that he was better since he was created from fire while Adam was created from clay. The favor of Allah granted all humans and jinns by sending Muhammad as a messenger. Out of Allah's mercy towards his servants, he sent them messengers who conveyed both warnings and glad tidings. Whenever one prophet passed on, he was succeeded by another. That continued until Allah sealed their succession with the prophet of mercy, Muhammad. Uh, Allah said in the Quran, وَلَقَدْ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ رَسُولًا أَنْ يَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ وَاجْتَنِبُوا الطَّاغُوتِ فَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ هَدَى اللَّهِ وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ حَقَّتْ عَلَيْهِ الضَّلَالَةِ We certainly sent to every people a messenger telling them to worship Allah and stay away from other deities. Thus Allah guided some of them, but there were others who deserved to be left astray due to the misguidance they chose, they chose for themselves. Out of the messengers, Allah chose Muhammad as their leader and the best one among them. Allah made him the seal of the prophets and granted him distinguishing qualities which, which no other prophet shared with him. Allah also granted the followers of the prophet Muhammad distinguishing qualities which, which no prior uh, people were granted. One of the distinguish, distinguishing uh, features which were unique to this messenger and we ask Allah to mention him and all of the prophets with commendation and grant them protection is that Allah sent him to people of all races. In fact, Allah sent him to both jinns and humans. Allah, who is perfect in every way, informed us that a group of jinns had listened to the Prophet Muhammad reciting some of the Quran. And then, and they then returned to their own people to convey the admonition and warning which they heard. 
Ya qawmana ajibu da'i Allah. They said, Ya qawmana ajibu da'i Allah wa aminu bihi yaghfir lakum min dhunubikum wa yujirkum min adhabin alim wa man la yujib da'i Allah fa laysa bimu'jizin fil ard wa laysa lahu min dunillahi awliya ulaika fi dhalal mubin. Our people respond to this caller sent by Allah, believe in what he has brought and act in compliance with it. If you do so, Allah will forgive your sins. Uh, uh, if you do so, Allah will forgive your sins and save you from a painful torment. If anyone does not respond to the caller sent by Allah, such a person cannot escape punishment, no matter where he may try to flee throughout the earth, and there will be no one besides Allah to protect him from torment. All such people are in clear misguidance. <coughs> There is an authentic hadith collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim in which the Prophet said, I was granted five things which no Prophet prior to me was granted. And one of the things he mentioned was previous Prophets were sent specifically to their respective peoples. However, I was sent to all people. In that regard, Allah said, We have undoubtedly sent you to all people as a conveyor of glad tidings and as a warner. Allah also instructed his messenger by saying, قُلْ يَا أَيُّهَا النَّاسِ إِنِّي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ إِلَيْكُمْ جَمِيعًا Say, O mankind, I am Allah's messenger to all of you. Muslim collected a hadith in which the Prophet elaborated on this point by saying, I swear by the one in whose hand my soul lies, if anyone among the people to whom I have being sent whether Jew, Christian or otherwise, hears of me but passes away without accepting the message I have brought, that person will be among the inhabitants of the hellfire. Saeed ibn al-Jubair explained that this is affirmed in the Quran where Allah, the Almighty and Most Majestic said, وَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ بِهِ مِنَ الْأَحْزَابِ فَالنَّارُ مَوْعِدُهُ As for those who reject the Qur'an among the followers of other paths and religions, the hellfire will be their appointed destination. There is no doubt that the greatest blessing Allah granted all people upon this earth was sending his esteemed, esteemed Prophet ﷺ. By him, Allah completed the religion which he prescribed and left people with no further excuse for rejecting the truth. In his glorious book, Allah told us that as a Prophet Ibrahim and his son, the Prophet Ishmael constructed the Kaaba. They prayed to Allah for those who reside within the sacred sanctuary of Makkah. Of Makkah. They made several supplications, including Rabbana wabath fihim rasulam minhum yatlu alayhim ayatika wa yu'allimhum al-kitaba wal-hikmata wa yuzakkihim innaka anta al-aziz al-hakim. Our Lord send among them a messenger from themselves who recites your ayat verses to them, teaches them the Quran, and sunnah and purifies them. You are certainly the almighty most wise. <coughs> Allah accepted their prayer by sending Muhammad to the unlettered people as well as others. He sent him with guidance and the religion of truth in order to make that prevail over all other religions. Allah alluded to this uh, auspicious blessing in various uh, ayat verses of the Quran among them is his statement 
آياته ويزكيهم ويعلمهم الكتاب والحكمة وإن كانوا من قبل لفي ضلال مبين وآخرين منهم لما يلحق بهم وهو العزيز الحكيم ذلك فضل الله يؤتيه من يشاء والله ذو الفضل العظيم He is the one who sent among the unlettered people a messenger from themselves The messenger recites to them Allah's ayat purifies them and teaches them the Quran and Sunnah whereas they were in a clear misguidance prior to that Allah also sent him to other people who would come later on and Allah is almighty and has complete wisdom in all his decrees and directives that is the bounty of Allah which he grants to whomever he wills and Allah is the owner of infinite of infinite bounty Allah also said لَقَدْ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذْ بَعَثَ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا مِنْ أَنفُسِهِمْ يَتْلُوا عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِهِ وَيُزَكِّيهِمْ وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ وَإِنْ كَانُوا مِنْ قَبْلُ لَفِي الضَّلَالٍ مُبِينٍ Allah most certainly bestowed an immense favor upon the people of Iman faith by sending among them a messenger from themselves. He recites to them Allah's ayat verses, purifies them and teaches them the Quran and Sunnah whereas they were in a clear misguidance prior to that. Allah further said, كَمَا أَرْسَلْنَا فِيكُمْ رَسُولًا مِنْكُمْ يَتْلُوا عَلَيْكُمْ آيَاتِنَا وَيُزَكِّيكُمْ وَيُعَلِّمُكُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةَ وَيُعَلِّمُكُمْ مَا لَمْ تَكُونُوا تَعْلَمُونَ فَاذْكُرُونِي أَذْكُرْكُمْ وَاشْكُرُوا وَلَا تَكْفُرُونَ Furthermore, in completion of our blessings to you, mankind in general, we have sent among you a messenger from yourselves reciting to you our ayat verses, purifying you, teaching you the Qur'an and Sunnah, and teaching you what you had no prior knowledge of. Therefore, remember me and make mention of me. If you do so, I will remember you and make mention of you. Be grateful to me and never be ungrateful for my favors. In addition, Allah also said, لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ عَزِيزٌ عَلِهِ مَا عَنِتُّمْ حَرِيسٌ عَلَيْكُمْ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَأُوفٌ رَحِيمٌ There has indeed come to you a messenger from among yourselves. He is grieved by any suffering you may experience. He is concerned about you and is kind and merciful to the people of Iman faith. Sending Muhammad as a messenger to all people is the greatest blessing which Allah granted his servants because for those whom Allah guides, it is the means to salvation from endless torment. That salvation is attained by accepting the directives of Allah and His Messenger, complying with them in one's beliefs, words, deeds, and completely avoiding shirk, uh, worshipping others besides Allah, which is something that Allah does not forgive. He said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَغْفِرُوا أَنْ يُشْرَكَ بِهِ وَيَغْفِرُوا مَا دُونَ ذَلِكَ لِمَا Indeed, Allah does not forgive people for worshipping others besides Him, but he forgives anything less for whomever he wills. He also said, إِنَّهُ مَنْ يُشْرِكْ بِاللَّهِ فَقَدْ حَرَّمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ الْجَنَّةِ وَمَأْوَاهُ النَّارِ وَمَا لُلظَّالِمِينَ مِنْ أَنصَارِ If people worship others besides Allah, He will bar them from ever entering Jannah, and their abode will be the hell fire. Those who commit such a grave injustice shall not have anyone to assist them against Allah's punishment. Alhamdulillah, that's the end of part one, page uh, 47. I'll continue later on.
This is Dr. Khaled Dosri from Dhamam, Saudi Arabia.